Welcome to Peterson's Bowhunting Radio, presented by Easton's new Ultra Micro Diameter Injection Arrows. Injection utilizes the new Deep Six standard for more big game penetration than ever before. Learn more about the injection today at www.eastonarchery.com. Now here's your host of Peterson's Bowhunting Radio, Editor Christian Berg. Welcome back to Peterson's Bowhunting Radio. We are the voice of bowhunting. And as always, we're glad that you've taken some of your time to be with us and celebrate the great sport of bow hunting. Today, it's hard to believe, uh, here we are, uh, just coming up on the 1st of October. It is new bow time, and, and the bow manufacturers out there are starting to release brand new models for 2013. Uh, Bear Archery uh, is leading the pack uh, with bow launches this year. They just put out their brand new line, and I've got on the line today Jason Pickrell, the marketing manager at Bear, and Josh Sidebottom, one of the engineers at Bear Archery who helped to design these new bows. And I'm excited about taking a closer look at the the new lineup from Bear Archery. And guys, thanks so much for being with me. Uh, uh, Really appreciate your time. Thanks for having us on board, Christian. Appreciate it. Jason, just yesterday... You guys went live on on your website, beararcheryproducts.com. You've got five brand new compounds for 2013, and uh, looks like some really cool, innovative, exciting stuff. And I think somewhat of interest to lead off. I'm kind of saying that you have like almost two new flagship bows for next year because you've got a hybrid cam bow and you've got a single cam bow that are both sort of at the very top end of your line so you you have something for the for the dual cam guys and the single cam guys uh, tell me a little bit about what those two bows are and what was the thinking there and kind of you know having a uh, an option there at the top of the line well, it just depends on how you look at it. We, you know, sometimes we we talk about it in house is that we look at it as having five flagship bows, or four flagship bows, or, or even three. It just depends depends on how you look at it. Um, but the Moto Six and the Moto Seven, uh, they, they're the they're the flagship bow in regards to our uh, synchronized hybrid cam bow systems, and then the uh, the uh, Empire leads the way in the in the single cam category. So we we believe in. Uh, unconventional We're, we believe in, in doing things our own way and we believe in giving our customers exactly what they want and that's one of the things that we've been hearing for for the last few years is that guys wanted a speed bow guys wanted a, a dual cam bow so we give it to them that's exactly what they got this year the the motive six uh, seems to be um the most popular at this point right now it's it's kind of leading the way in, in popularity um, probably due to its uh, cam design, it's, it's a little shorter brace height, and it's got uh, speeds uh, around the 350 feet per second mark. Yeah, that's that motive uh, again, and again, the motive is uh, obviously that's one of the new bows. You've got a motive six and a motive seven, and that's uh, a six-inch brace height and a seven-inch brace height. Uh, everything else on those two bows is essentially the same, right, Jason? Yes, sir. That's right. And and then the Motive Six has an IBO speed rating of 350 feet per second, and I think I saw somewhere that you guys were saying that that is the fastest bear archery bow that has ever been produced. Is that right? Yes, that is correct. 
how did you guys, uh, you know, generate those speeds? Uh, Josh, tell me a little bit about this new hybrid cam system. I think you're calling it the H13 cam. Is this, is this a bow that obviously it produces good speed, but what do we have in the Motive 6 in terms of a draw cycle and a valley and a back wall and that sort of thing? Uh, all those things you mentioned were, were very important to us when we were designing this cam. We we wanted to, you know, we, we've kind of become known for having a smooth draw, and we didn't want to lose that, but we wanted to store as much energy as we could. And uh, with the hybrid cam system, we're able to get it to peak weight a little quicker on the front end to store some more energy and uh, still be able to roll it over into a into a nice valley. And with the dual stops on the hybrid cams, you end up with a really solid wall as well. Seems like there's been a real advance in cam technology, not just with Bear, but a lot of the companies across the industry. You know, it used to be that you'd you'd have different bows, and somebody would say, "Well, this is a speed bow, and this bow over here is more of a shooter's bow because it's smooth and forgiving." And really, nowadays, with the way that all you guys are doing such a great job of, you know, refining your cams you don't have to sacrifice much in the terms of uh, smoothness and and forgiveness when you get these speeds what's the you know what's the reason for that in layman's terms obviously i'm not an engineer josh but what is it about the way that cams have evolved in recent years that have allowed you know bear to get so much performance and still maintain you know the shootability that bow hunters like yeah, there's there's a lot of factors that go into it. One of it being uh, we try and keep you know uh, as straight a riser as we can to reach the brace heights that we're we're at. Um, we're trying not to put a ton of reflex in the risers. Um, and with the cam design, you know the, the the bow as a system has become a lot more efficient over the years. So you you don't have to do as much work as you used to to get the speeds out of the bows. Mm-hmm. Just a, b- a better efficiency. Talk to me about the riser a little bit too, because when people when people get online or they visit their local pro shop and they see uh, the Bear 2013 bows, this riser is uh, kind of an all new design for you guys. Uh, you've rounded, looks like you've rounded the edges a little bit more. You've changed uh, sort of the way that you attach your your string suppressors to to the riser and. Uh, looks like you have some real big cutouts at the top and the bottom of the riser near the limb pockets. It's it's really pretty sleek and and cool looking. What was it uh, about this particular design that gave you guys the performance you were looking for? Um, there's a couple things that go into it. Obviously, there's a lot of um, analysis into the strength and uh, and performance of the riser, but. At the same time, you got to make it look cool. So we we're trying to, to blend the two together. And actually, what looks like radiuses on the outside are, are chamfers. It's all um, it's a real edgy looking edgy looking bow. And uh, with our string suppressors, we wanted to build in some adjustment to them. Um, so as you back the limb bolts out, um, you know your string gets a little bit further away. You can adjust it to put it back where you want it, or some people like to keep them touching. Some people like them just spaced off the string. So it gives the consumer that opportunity to dial them into however they like them. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's uh, that's been you know for those who are listening, if you're familiar with with bare bows, those dual uh, offset string suppressors have kind of been a hallmark of uh, that bow design for a number of years, and they've still got the dual suppressors, but they're really not offset in the quite the same way. They they almost come straight back off of the riser in this 2013 configuration. And like you said, the way that those looks like, is that a carbon rod that you use to mount those into those brackets on the riser? Yes, yes. Gotcha. Exactly. And you can adjust that then, like you said, to, to kind of customize the, uh, you know, the fit against the string, whether you want it right up on top of it or to give a little bit more clearance, whatever you'd... Uh, desire uh, individually so so the motive six and motive seven uh, what are some of the other features on this motive bow uh, just a quick hit for the listeners it's a 32 inch axle to axle bow so it's kind of right in that uh, sweet spot I guess of what's been popular the last few years relatively short uh, again six or seven inch brace height the 350 obviously is the speed rating on the Motive Six. Um, what's the rating on the Motive Seven, guys? Seven's at 340. Okay, so 10 feet uh, per second. It's a 70. Both bows, I believe, 75% let off. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. And uh, 50, 60, 70 pound peak limbs available and draw lengths from 25 and a half to 30 inches. Is that true for both of these models? That's the draw length range on the Motive 6. The Motive 7, you get an extra inch, which will take you 26 and a half to 31. Gotcha. So, pretty sweet looking bows. Um I'm hearing a lot of good early feedback on these, and uh, I know you guys said that you actually started shipping some of these bows out to pro shops last week, so I guess there are a few people that are going to be hunting with these things, like, right now. <laughs> so Funny, we've, we've, already, we've had several guys already take these on. You know, we've had one of our engineers already take a whitetail Kentucky's early season. Uh, we had a group of about five engineers go down to Louisiana and with, with, uh, with Drew Pelton there, Peterson, and, and harvest about 17 or 18 hogs. So there's, a, there's already been about 20-plus animals uh, taken down with these new bear bows before they even launched. And the reason why the, there's, there's some, some, so many bows in the dealers already is because, well, for one, we're ahead on production, and two, you know, our, our sales guys here put together a preview program this year where many of our dealers signed up for that and started getting bows as early as last week. So, you know, so, so, the, so the listeners, if they want to go in and, and, and test one of these bows out and try to decide which one they want to shoot, I, I would contact the, their local dealer. Absolutely. Yeah, you mentioned that Louisiana pig hunt. Like you said, we had uh, associate editor Drew Pellman was down there with you guys, and I believe the bow that he was shooting was the uh, method, and maybe we should talk about that one next. The method is another uh, hybrid cam bow, and I think Drew killed two pigs with this bow, and he came back just ranting and raving about how how nice this bow was and how much he enjoyed shooting it. This is a another kind of a, a pretty pretty fast uh, bow here. This has a speed rating of 340 feet per second. It's a six and three quarter inch brace height, 33 inches axle to axle. And uh, 
it's actually a pretty attractive price point too. It's just six hundred forty nine dollars. Um, tell me about the method. How does this different from the from the motive, and how do you pack uh, all those things into a six hundred fifty dollar bow? It's uh, it, it, to start with the cams. It's got the same cam system that we're putting on the the motive bow, and our objective was this bow to to make the the best fastest, smoothest bow at that price point and just blow it out of the water. Um, so we brought all of our technology from our high-end bows down and, and got it into this price point. And uh, so you got the same cam system, um, same forged CNC riser material, um, same high-end machine limbs. Um, it's got a, a cable slide as opposed to a roller guard on the high-end bows. Okay. Uh, same grip. It's got our dual arc offset suppressors. Um, it, it wasn't easy to get it to that price point, but we were able to pull it off. Well, it uh, really for the for the money. I mean, I'm looking at the two bows, and like you said, other than the the roller guard, I don't. There's not a lot jumping out at me here that an avid bow hunter, you know, could want that you're really not finding here. So. I don't know. I mean, I realize you guys just launched this this week, but I think that method bow is going to do really well for you guys. What are you seeing, you know, early on? Has there been a lot of uh, uptake on that, or are people just focusing on that, uh, the, the other one? Last night, for a little bit at home, and, and, was, and was checking Facebook out, and you know, Facebook is a, and, and, and Archery Talk as well is, is a pretty good indication of what what people are thinking on that bow and 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 right now it's looking like that's going to be a really hot bow for us just for for like josh said what you said you know the features and benefits that you get with that bow at a 650 dollar price you know it, it, it's an unbelievable value and it still leaves some money in, in a guy's pocket to to get you know a, a tree stand or another pair of boots or something like that mm-hmm. talk to me a little bit josh before we move over to the single cam bows Talk to me about a hybrid cam. Uh, you know, most of us, even myself included, okay, I look at a bow and I see it either as a single cam bow or a, you know, a, call it a two cam bow, a, a dual cam bow, whatever, what have you. What is it about a bow with two cams that makes it a hybrid as opposed to, say, a traditional two cam? Uh, and and explain that to me and then, you know, what kind of a benefit that provides to me as a shooter sure yeah um you know obviously the the early compound bows were two cam bows so you had the, a mirror image of, of each other on the top and the bottom um which is a, a good cam system but it, it provides some uh, pros and cons i guess uh, one of them being um you know without high quality string materials that can be hard to keep in time um and with a with a single cam, um, obviously you don't have to worry about um, keeping the bow in time. Um, and, and there's a lot of big single cam fans, but there's uh, you know people. Some people like a little more speed. Some people want something different. So the, a hybrid cam is really that. It's a hybrid cross between a two cam bow and a and a single cam bow. Um, one of the tracks basically from a single cam is moved to the top and um, the bottom cam is still creating really your draw force curve and and uh, let off and everything, but the 
the two cams work together. Um, they're slaved together with a control cable, which keeps both cams rotating at the same rate. Uh, that's what that's the biggest improvement I'd say of a, a hybrid cam system over a, a, a straight two cam is that the, the cams can't um, one can't rotate without the other one rotating. And so would the end result of that be like, you know, let's say on a traditional two cam bow, if your string stretched a little bit and it came out of time, that would affect your uh, knock travel, right? You'd get like a inconsistent up-down knock movement, and then this hybrid system kind of eliminates that. Am I on the right track there? You're on the right track. It'll it'll affect your knock travel and your valley and just the general feel of the bow. Uh, it might be a little jumpy if if you're on a on a dual cam bow, a uh, straight two cam. If you had um, you know the cam, the bow was out of time. Gotcha. So, so basically, this is just uh, uh, getting you the benefits of a traditional two cam without some of the tuning issues that you might have encountered in the past. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's a real quick overview of the the three new uh, hybrid cambos that I guess you guys have for this year, and then I think you also have two brand new single cam bows, uh, the first of which, as I mentioned at the very beginning of today's show, is the Empire, which is uh, an $849 bow, uh, and quickly on that, for the listeners, you're looking at uh, IBO rating 330 uh, feet per second, 7-inch brace height, 32 inches axle to axle, 80% let off. Uh, 24 to 31 inch draw lengths and a mass weight of four pounds. Tell me, guys, about the Empire. What is, uh, in a nutshell, you know, how would you sum this bow up for the listeners? You know, it's, it's funny you said a lot. A lot of people have compared this bow to the to kind of the, the Anarchy bow. Mm-hmm. So they've been calling it the Anarchy on steroids. Okay. It's just, it's just you know, it, it's like. It, Bear's been known for for the last several years for for having the smoothest drawing, the quietest bows, you know. And, and this bow is no different. It, it's got a, it's smooth at the draw, it's quiet at the shot, and you know, like you said, it's pre, it's a it's a pretty darn fast bow at 330 feet per second. So you know, it all, and, and and it's got the new technology and the new features and the and the new cool kind of look that the that the Motive Six and the Seven have with the new the newly designed string suppressors. And you know the roller guard, the the contrasting bow strings. Um, it's just it's just a shooter. These bows, you know, if if you think they look good, you know, I I would tell people, if you think they look good, go shoot one. You'll think they shoot even better. Is this this riser on the Empire? Like you said, it's it's kind of the. Is it exactly the same as the one on the uh, the the method? Or I'm sorry, is it the mo? I'm getting confused myself. The motive, I'm sorry. Is it the same as the motive, or does it just look real similar? It, it shares a riser with the Motive 7. The Motive 6 is a riser unique to that bow only. Okay. So this is basically the Empire. You're getting the same riser as the motive, but you're getting a single cam. It's basically the same bow with a single cam system. And this is a new... Uh, S13 single cam system. Tell me about this cam, Josh. What uh, what kind of refinements does this have 
uh, compared to what you guys would have had uh, for 2012. And I wouldn't even necessarily call it a refinement. This year we started from a clean sheet of paper with cams and and um, wanted to start from scratch. And one of the main reasons was we we really want to go to rotating modules on on both cam systems. Um, it's a lot easier for the consumer. It's easier for the dealer. It takes a little longer to design them, but um, the the benefits outweigh that for sure. So it, it's got a rotating module. It goes from 24 to 31 inches, 7 inches of draw length adjustment on that cam. Um, it's lightweight. It's a 70-75 cam. Um, like you said, 80% let off. And in my opinion, it's the best single cam that Bear's ever made. The draw force curve is, is incredible on it. And it's just a, it, it's a smooth, really, really good shooting bow. Um, you know, having the, the hybrid cam version with the, the speed that's producing. Um, we wanted to make a fast single cam, but we were able to really concentrate on having the, the smoothest, best draw cycle um, of any bow out there. So that's definitely your your uh, sweet spot for the guys that just, just really uh, want that super smooth draw cycle. And, and 330 is nothing to, no. nothing to laugh either that's 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 spitting them pretty good oh absolutely and again that's got uh that's got the uh the adjustable string suppressors it's got bears uh four by four roller guard and uh we didn't talk about the limbs at all but you guys are continuing to do your um your max preload quad limbs so you've stuck with your your split limb configuration uh again in 2013 and obviously uh, you guys like the the aggressive pass parallel uh, position of those limbs for uh, controlling you know noise and vibration and that sort of thing, right? Yep, exactly. Um, last bow, last but certainly not least, uh, in the 2013 bear lineup on the compound side is called the Domain, and. This is a $599 bow and uh, another single cam bow. It's got uh, another all-new cam. You're calling this one the E3. Uh, tell me about the E3 and how that differs from the, the single cam system on uh, the Empire. Yeah, the, the E3 cam is, is really the third generation cam. Uh, we had the E2 last year, and uh, we've taken it a step further. It's also a rotating module. Um, it goes from 26 to 31 inches of draw length. Um, it's lightened up and, and tweaked and improved for 2013. And this is uh, still pretty fast. It's 322 feet per second IBO, so it's only 8 feet per second slower than uh, the Empire. It's a 4-pound bow. Uh, it's got a... a Pretty big brace height, seven inches, thirty-three inches axle to axle, eighty percent let off. Again, it looks like another uh, really good uh, hunting bow here, and uh, gives you guys, uh, you know, a nice mix of options: single cam and hybrid cam. Did you guys go uh, rotating mods on the hybrid cams as well, or are those uh, separate modules for the draw lengths? 
No, it's all rotating modules. No bow press required. No module kits. Uh, you can adjust it all the way throughout the range just with uh, the mods that come with, come on the cams. Gotcha. So you don't even need a bow press for that, right? You just take the screw out, slide it over, and put the screw back in, right? Is that right, guys? Yep, that's correct. Gotcha. All right. So you guys have obviously, uh, you know, kind of jumping back to, to you, Jason. Again, great looking bowline. Uh, glad to hear that you're getting, you know, a real positive response. You guys have tried to take your message. It looks like uh, I think you kind of started with it last year and you're. You're really, you know, hitting on it again this year as far as, like you said, giving the customers what they want and focusing on, you know, the everyday bow hunter. You know, I read some of your some of your uh, materials, you know, your catalog text and that sort of thing. You're you're really trying to hit the guys who are who are just doing this, you know, as a as a way of life and, and not necessarily trying to uh, be a celebrity or, or a, you know, a record holder or anything like that. Tell me a little bit about where you see the Bear brand, you know, in the marketplace, you know, here in 2013 relative to the competition, Jason. It's funny, one of, one of my favorite lines that we said last year, I believe it was in a video, is that we don't make preppy bows. You know, we, we make bows for, for bow hunters. You know, guys exactly like who we are. Everybody here comes in every day and, and they eat, sleep, and breathe bow hunting and, and archery. And, and everybody here is a participant in the sport. You know, these guys right here will be, or be you know, trying to get out here early today just so they can go out and set up a tree stand or, 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 or shoot their bow or pack their clothes or whatever, you know, in, in preparation for this weekend and, and, and for next week and stuff. So, you know, that's, that's, I think that's one thing that separates us is, is we're all users. And, you know, you can ask these, these engineers, it, it, it would be really easy for us to, you know, reuse a riser or reuse a cam design or, and mix some things up and, 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 and call it a new bow or change the color on and call it a bow. But that's not what we're about. We're about, you know, creating a distinct advantage with every product. For the, for the consumer, for the bow hunter. So, you know, we, we, don't, we don't call ourselves a single cam bow company. We don't call ourselves a hybrid cam bow company. We call ourselves the consumer's bow company, the people's bow company, and that's what we, that's, that's what we want to be. You know, some people, some people get so, so caught up in high end and high performance and who's the, who's the best. And, you know, if we're the best or if we're considered high end, so be it. If we're not, so be it. All, you know what we care about is, is, is selling bows and making a good product, and and you know we'll leave the the perception, you know, to the people. It, it's I think Bear is, is perceived as as a um, you know a middle of the road brand to some people that really honestly have never given the bow a shot. You know that, that so that's what I would invite people to do is, is is don't listen to what other people say. You know, listen to your own heart and go into a pro shop and shoot some of these bows. And compare them to the competition, and 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 they'll soon soon figure out that that Bear is a top tier bow company. Well, and that's something that you know we have talked about in the past, and even um, you know Pat Mateen really hit on that in that recent article that he had about the pig hunt that he did with you guys. I think that was last fall, right down in Florida, and he kind of went through that whole story of you know it may have been. Uh, a decade ago 
that, you know, the bear of a decade ago is very different than the bear of today. And you guys have really come on strong over the last five to seven years, I think, with your, you know, your design and your performance and your reliability has really, like you said, come up to a level that, you know, maybe people are going to be quite pleasantly surprised if they haven't taken a look at bear for a few years that there's some really good stuff here and i mean i hear it from people you know who who are shooting your stuff and you know i'm not i'm not just blowing smoke you know because i have you guys on the phone and i want you to like me i hear it from people that are like you know this bear stuff is as good as anything else that is out there so when you're hearing that from you know regular bow hunters that are out there using your product and they're trying the other stuff or they have shot the other stuff in the past. That's a, that's really the best compliment that you can ask for. Yeah. And, and we see it and, and we hear, we hear similar stories. We see it on, 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 on social media websites and hear stories from the dealers and, 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 and from our sales reps and stuff. Did you see people say, you know, you hear them say, Oh, I've shot, you know, brand X for so many years, but you know, I went and shot the new bear, Oh, whatever it may be, and and that's where my money's going. So you know, I feel like you know we're converting people over to the bear side, you know, at a pretty pretty good 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 rate. Um, and people are, are are figuring out that it's not it's not about the hype or and or what celebrities shooting what. It's about what bow they feel comfortable with, what bow they want to shoot. And you know, not every bear bow's going to fit everybody, but I can I can guarantee you, get you know, give it a shot, and you'll be surprised. Yeah, and that's what it really boils down to at the end of the day anyway is what you said is how it feels for you. I mean, that's obviously one of the most common questions that I get asked like at least once a week. You know, somebody wants to know what's – somebody just wants you to give them like a a cut and dried answer. They say, what's the best bow? What should I go buy? And I always say – you know, trying to tell anybody, you know, off the street, somebody, you know, you don't know this person. It's just a, just another bow hunter that, that you run into. That's trying to tell you what the best bow in the world is, is like me trying to tell you what the best food in the world is. You know, there's a lot of good food out there. I'm happy that I don't have to just pick one and only eat it for the rest of my life. And I tell everybody, you know, it's the same thing with the bow. There's a lot of good bows out there. And the one that I think feels the best probably isn't the one that you feel like is the best. You need to go and shoot a lot of different bows before you buy one. And with the products that you guys at Bearer putting out nowadays if people haven't included you know bear archery bows in that mix of stuff that they're going to give a shot to before they put their money down on the counter maybe they ought to you know add a couple of bear bows into that competition and see where see where things shake out jason that's right so quick before we wrap it up uh i'm always curious as to the process of you know, how long it takes to put this stuff together. I mean, here you guys have come out with the new bow lineup, and so I can run out to my pro shop and pick up uh, one of these new methods or, you know, whatever I want. I bet you, Josh, you guys in the engineering department are already like, you know, if not forgetting about these bows, putting them into the side of side lane of your mind because you probably already have to figure out what you're going to come up with for 2014. I'll answer that. I'll answer that too, and then let Josh talk. But 
I, I was busy working on catalogs and stuff here just a few weeks ago, but I, I got to sit in on a couple meetings. And, you know, basically the, the title of the meeting was 2014 Bows. And the meeting started off with our president talking to the product managers and the sales managers and the, and the whole engineering crew and said, okay, 2013's done. You see the bows. We've got the bows done. Now, what are we going to do to make them better next year? And this was about a, this was probably what three weeks ago, Josh, that, that this happened. So it was, it, was, it was roughly a month before the new bows were even out. And I was like, and that's the thing that always mesmerizes me with this engineering crew is is you, you say, okay, 2013, here's what we got to have. Make it the absolute best. And then before it's even out yet, they're already challenged with making it even better for the next year. So it's it's a it's a big undertaking, and I'll let Josh get into the timelines, but it does. It takes it takes a long time. Yeah, Josh, yeah, like, don't, don't they ever give you a couple of days to just sit back and like admire the, <laughs> the fruits of your labor? They schedule uh, that for like a half an hour on Tuesday, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a, like Jason said, it's a challenge because, uh, you know, when when we come out with these 2013 bows, we feel like they're the best there is, and we got to find a way to make them better. But, um, yeah, we've been working on 2014 stuff for a, for a while now, um, you know, filling in some gaps, even going back a few months. But uh, it, it's a year process to, to design a bow, and... Uh, you know the way this market's driven. You got to have the new technology and the improved bows every year. So it's a we got 12 months to to pull it off from conception to design to production. Um, how do you so guys, it's, it's how challenge. do you, how do you guys break up that 12 month process? You know, just for uh, to help me better understand it, to help the listeners better understand. Would do you guys kind of break that up into quarters and and what you have to accomplish in each quarter? How much time do you spend? Like, do you spend the first three or four months just modeling stuff on a computer, and then how long do you do that? You know, with drawings and concepts before you actually start to you know make some prototypes, and then how long do you spend you know refining the prototypes, and, and then how long before you start to have like your first you know, sort of model of what you think the real bow is going to be, and, and how does that kind of all flow from one phase into the next? And it's that's a, it's a tough question because every project's a little different, but uh, it's kind of a, a repeating um, cycle at the beginning where um, we'll, we'll come up with a design and concept that we want to start with, which which will take you know roughly say a couple months, and and at that point. Um, we're designing and prototyping as fast as we can, and sometimes, um, you know, we get a prototype, and within a couple hours after getting it, we got the next prototype revision sent down to, to get going on, because you got to, we try and pile in as many revisions as we can to get everything perfect, uh, you know, before production starts, so, so do you that got... process would repeat itself until we're happy with it. So you guys must have, like, some some real crack like custom machining guys right there on site where they're cranking out uh, Frankenstein's uh, monster as fast as you guys can come up with the ideas, huh? Uh, we, got, uh, we got a few guys down in Gainesville, one in particular that, that he just cuts our prototypes all year round. That's his, that's his job, and he does a heck of a job getting those turned around for us. 
um, so that we can get them and test them and get the next revision down. Well, I tell you, it's I'm sure it's a it's a fun job. You know, I have a term, Josh. Uh, you know, not that it's not a term I came up with, but a term I use. You know, I call guys like you uh, one of the unsung heroes of the archery business. And what I mean by that is, you know, every year when I go to the ATA show and, you know, Bear is there and, uh, you know, Hoyt is there and, you know, Spot Hog is there and just every company, you know, in the whole industry and, and everyone has their products. And there are so many people okay such as yourself um you know who will never be a household name okay because you don't have a television show or uh write a bunch of you know magazine articles or whatever but you're one of the people that is developing and designing and building this stuff that really is what you know guys like me are using to get the job done out there in the future so uh, i just think it's neat when i have the opportunity to hear about what you guys do um and i appreciate your efforts you know and i say that not as the editor of peterson's bow hunting but just as a bow hunter you know that's something that i wish that all of the bow hunters you know across america would think about sometimes is that as much as we tend to idolize um, you know, the folks that we see on television, it's guys like Josh Sidebottom who are doing the work every day and putting this stuff into our hands and, and the product has just never been better. So thanks man for your hard work. Consider that you're out of boy. If nobody slapped you on the back at the office today, you can tell them that the guy from Peterson's and gave you an attaboy. We appreciate that. And I got a, I got a great group of engineers that, that work for me designing all these products, but goes back to what Jason said, you know, we're not doing this to to be famous or to, you know, get notoriety. Uh, you know, we love bow hunting, we love archery, so that's the part that just makes it fun to come to work every day. Absolutely. The great thing about it is is, is, is with a product line like we have, they make it really easy for, for us marketing guys because, I mean, this, this product is so good, it, it practically sells itself. You don't have to put lipstick on the pig, that's what you're saying? No way. There's no way. <laughs> well, listen, man, it sounds like from what you said earlier in the conversation, your season must be opening up real soon here, either this weekend or first part of next week in Indiana. Season opens here in Pennsylvania tomorrow. So I'm looking forward to uh, getting my things in order tonight, and I will be climbing into a tree stand for sunrise tomorrow morning for my first uh, bow hunt of the fall. And uh, I wish you guys the best, and I hope that everybody uh, is safe and successful out there. I, I appreciate your time, and I wish you the best with your new line. And please keep in touch, and when you guys take one of these new bows out and kill that big buck, you send some pictures over so we can put them up on the Peterson's Bow Hunting website, okay? Good, I appreciate it. All right, guys. Well, thanks again. Have a great day. And like I said, good luck to you this year. Enjoy. All right. Thanks, Christian. Yep. Bye-bye now. Thanks for listening to Peterson's Bowhunting Radio, presented by Easton's new ultra micro diameter injection arrows. For more information, pick up a copy of Peterson's Bowhunting Magazine on newsstands now.